Okay, so hello everyone. Thank you for joining us for this very exciting, historic, groundbreaking, life changing, life changing like it. Yeah. Uh, very first inaugural. <laughs> Let's just get to the point. Very first podcast. It's called Beard Theory. Um, which will make sense to us and nobody else, and I'm, I'm not going to explain because I'm just horrible like that. Yeah. Um, no, 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 no. Obviously, no. we could, you know, because that would definitely break the fourth wall if we actually. Um, <laughs> well, it would be a TV show. Yeah, it? it would be a TV show. If you could if, see our if, faces. If you could see our faces. Sure. Uh, however, it's what Tom and I have in common. Uh, as well as some interests, uh, we're going to be talking about uh, video games. We're going to be uh, talking about challenging ourselves. We're going to be uh, reviewing. We're going to be talking about latest video games, gossips, and news. And we're going to do the same for music and movies as well, because we're both movie movie yeah. buffs and we yeah. both like music that, as well yeah we do although we haven't really talked about the music side of things today have we so no it's, no it's, we haven't actually bit... really that's a good point whoops um, uh, but... i got i got a new album <laughs> congratulations yeah no it's it really good it's really good like um george ezra's new album. oh okay it's all really right good. Yeah, yeah yeah anyway that's well that's yeah for. that's no yeah stop going off piste already come on have so some professionalism <laughs> so that's the show um, and yeah, it's basically movies, music, and video games. And the other thing we have in common is we both have epic beards. Yeah. So that's why we went for it, beard theory. And it's, you know, distinctive and hopefully people will remember it. What we're going to talk about, I, you had something very interesting about right, BAFTAs so, actually, and which I think will lead into a discussion by itself. So we should say that we also cover a bit of TV now and again. Yes. Because it's in the same uh, sphere of, of uh, well, same media, if you like, as films and video games. So we do cross into TV sometimes. And we like to kick off with a nice controversial, we're going to talk about news headlines, controversial one to begin with. Yeah. Which is uh, today, the this afternoon, on um, BBC website, they've put up all the nominations for the BAFTAs. Oh, yeah. And interestingly, uh, Ant and Deck have received a nomination. Controversial. <laughs> Controversial. Now, despite what you think of them, I know some people love them, some people don't. Um, I probably fall into that latter category, I have to admit. <laughs> I find them immensely irritating, <laughs> but there you go. Remember the days of PJ and Duncan, though? Yeah, see, they, they were cool. What they happened the to top them? Of the game. What happened to them? Fictional characters, Tom. Uh, Fictional characters. I Bikergrave was a true story, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> it was. It was when PJ... Or was it PJ? I can't remember who which one's which. He was... Got shot in the eyes with a paintball gun. Yeah, yeah. We all remember. We all remember that sad moment of TV history. But they've been nominated for a BAFTA, obviously, for entertainment for uh, Saturday Night Takeaway. Yep. Now, I guess the controversial point here, the show's still going without Ant. Yeah. Um, if they win, and I think they have won the last few years. Yeah. So if they win, surely Deck should get an award and not Ant. Putting that out there, Tom. Just putting it out there. Putting that one out there. And actually, I think Deck's more annoying than Ant. Personality-wise. And now they've just got Deck. They're, they're not balancing each other out anymore. Ant did, in all seriousness, put 
Was it a mother and her four-year-old child in hospital because he drove into them drunk? Yeah. So and, and it's that's, a BAFTA! And, and, and that's not to recognise that he's going through his own problems he and is. his own difficulties at the moment. But in terms of, you know, there's... As individuals, I believe we, we have to accept the consequences of our actions and I don't believe any celebrity is above that. No. And, um, you know, if we had... <coughs> except for the Queen. Except for the Queen. Um, if we if we had a criminal record, we you, we would struggle to find work. We this that, and the other, yeah. and we notice in cele- celebrity culture that sometimes people are exempt from that. Footballers, for instance, yeah. uh, you know, they will still get a job at the end of the day, and <laughs> and and they don't have the difficulties that we, you know, us common folk do. No. And I, I think I think I think you're right. I don't think and should be awarded uh, a BAFTA because well, he's he's a criminal or I, or he might not be yet. But well, yeah. I mean, I agree. I agree with you, but we'll have to wait and see, I guess. And yeah. maybe there'll be rioting in the audience if he yeah. gets awarded with one. I don't. I, think I'd imagine Dex quite annoyed with him as well at the moment. It's just ruined his career. Well, yeah, because it, so there's no deck without and, is there? No, is there? no deck. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't have the same ring. <laughs> Presented to it, does it? by Deck. Deck. Uh, <laughs> it's Deck Saturday Night Takeaway. <laughs> Woo! So, yeah. um, uh, he probably doesn't want Ant to get an award either. No, no. There we go. Anyway, I thought it starts. We mean to go on with awesome. a nice controversial. Awesome. One. Well, I'm I'm going to bring an article now. Okay. Um, and uh, he says that, and he's just going to geese his memory have you forgotten what it is no no I'm, I'm alright I'm Ever the professional so so uh, this week has seen the removal of loot crates from the game Shadow of War um, which is the Middle Earth Shadow of War game now the really interesting thing about loot crates um, Shadow of War came out roughly at the same time as Battlefront 2 and they were all having the they all had this system of loot crates where you spend real please correct me if I'm wrong Tom that you spend real world money on a box of goodies which you can use in your games but you don't know what is inside that box correct and it has recently uh, the gambling commission has said oh it's not gambling I, I have to say that putting investing your money into something which you don't know what it is, it could yep. be rubbish or it could be brilliant, uh, is gambling. That's, that's my controversial definition opinion. of it, I think. Yeah. I think it is the definition of it. And however, it has, uh, they have decided to remove it. I think that's Monolith Soft. Oh no, Monolith, not Monolith Soft, sorry, that's different, different developer. Um, and Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers had also integrated the same system into Injustice 2 as well. So whether that is going to follow suit or not, I'm not sure. But it has been, they've decided to remove it. Whether this is going to prompt people like EA, who um, Tom and I have had an off air discussion about, uh, whether it <laughs> that is. That sounds really serious. Yeah, it sounds, doesn't it? Um, whether it's going to prompt other developers to do the same, we don't know. But 
for me personally, I think this is a, a kind of a step forward. I don't use loot crates. I don't. I don't buy cosmetic items. Oh no, actually, I have done. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm not gonna lie. I bought a nameplate for my spaceship in Elite Dangerous, and that's about. That's about all I've done. Wow. And living life on the wild and side. I can change the name whenever I like and it <laughs> transfers from ship to ship I, I thought that was a worthwhile investment but at least you know what you're getting yes I'd say that um, EA uh, so if you take Star Wars Battlefront 2 for example they take it to slightly more extreme level because the only way to unlock some of the characters yeah and the uh, maps is via the loot crate microtransaction system and what they do is when you go in so if you go on to battlefront 2 multiplayer and you set up a game from scratch it shows you all the characters that are in the game but grays out the ones that aren't unlocked oh yeah so you you know you sit there thinking well i want darth vader i want, I want jabba the hutt Jab want... yeah. <laughs> uh, why would you not want jabba the yeah 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 exactly and, I'm sure um, he's very versatile which actually that's another thing that we'll have to come back to because i saw a funny thing about jabba the hutt. okay okay but yeah so it's tempting you um basically to go to the the other screen on the options menu which is the loot the loot screen and start buying crates and is it? You have to buy credits to buy crates, yeah. and you can earn them in game. Um, but they only buy you kind of the, the like rubbish, for one of a better word, crates. Yeah, the really good ones that include vehicles, characters, maps. You have to use your own money essentially. I one thing which really annoys me about kind of monetizing parts of the game is um, I I'm playing Far Cry Five at the moment which um you know for there will be a review at once i've prepared one um which is which is a good game but it's it's the fact that sometime uh, there are elements where it says okay this is seven thousand in-game currency and if you want to use uh silver bars which is their out game currency where you buy with real world money you have to use yeah. it's yeah. kind of got the alternative alternate price now being a bit of a, a role-playing affection i can't say the word uh someone who likes role-playing games um it i find it immersion breaking that all of a sudden it says well you know the money that you've worked on that you've worked hard to get in the game uh, you, you can actually just spend your real money because that, I think that breaks a fourth wall almost and um, you are in fact um, you're trying to monetize a part which shouldn't be monetized because if you go to a shop in the game you want to use the in-game currency because you've earned that and that's kind of part of the game but they're saying well actually you can get the helicopter but that's going to be um, I don't know, uh, 100 gold bars, which is like three pounds or something like that. And just for yeah. all intents and purposes, I don't know if that is the current, uh, that is the going rate for a helicopter. <laughs> I can't quite remember. But I, I, that really, that really knocks me. I find that immersion breaking and, and not fair. Yeah, I think, uh, to be honest with you, if I was gonna sum it up, I'd say vi uh, video gaming is very expensive. 
at the moment just yeah. to buy a game yeah. when it's brand new out. And I would chuck not only uh, you know loot crates and stuff. I throw downloadable content into this as well. Ooh. That yeah. you're effectively paying a good chunk of your very precious money to buy incomplete games. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you that if there are things that are unlockable, yeah, but you can unlock them through the process of playing the game, that's fine. Yeah. But things you have to purchase in addition after you've bought the game, I don't think that's right. The only time I think downloadable content works is when it's a significant add-on, like a yeah. whole new 10 hours of gameplay or something. Other yeah. than that, I think it's it's unfair. I know, if, for example, if you take like wrestling games, they will announce that they've got a roster of 80 wrestlers, but you actually only get 50 of them to start with. Yeah. And buy a season pass for X amount of money and you'll get all the others released over a 12 month period. Hang on a minute. <laughs> I, I, I I found that with, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, actually. Yeah. Uh, Zero, Zero Dawn was actually really good because uh, downloadable content, it gives you 15 hours of extra content. And Witcher 3 did something very similar as well. Yeah. In the fact that you get a season pass and in that season pass, you have kind of a sizable amount of downloadable content. In uh, Witcher 3, for example, you've got the Frozen Worlds and Heart, Heart and Stone, but and all of them together is about 30, 40 extra hours of gameplay. And I think that's different, but when you're seeing you know, for example, taking wrestling in a game, which I genuinely don't play at all, um, Seeing Why players, not? Why not? Why? yeah, yeah. <laughs> diversify <laughs> your gaming um, tastes. Yeah, um, <laughs> so you see, you see these great out players, and you can't, yeah, you know, for example, they had them on Injustice Two. You you have the players that you could, you know, spend three extra pounds, and you can have Dark Side. Or, yeah, I think that's just, I think it's bordering on exploitation, isn't it? Really? Yeah. So I agree with you, I think it's a step in the right direction to get rid of them from Shadow of War and hopefully uh, some other game development and game distributors will, will follow suit, but yeah, 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 yeah definitely. can only wait and see. Um, so this is the news that a, it's not 100% confirmed, but it's looking quite likely that a Lord of the Rings theme park is on the way. <laughs> wow. Lord of the Rings theme park. Well, as you might have guessed, it would be in Florida. I was going for New Zealand, but yeah. you know, that's well, fair enough. Well, only because it's Universal, um, are the company uh, yeah. the rights yeah. to yeah. it. Fair enough. And then all their, uh, what do you call it, all their intellectual property and assets is now hubbed in Florida. So it's going to be there. Um, interestingly, it, it coincides with Amazon, have just bought the rights for a TV show. Oh, yeah. Yeah. which we know nothing about. They haven't announced anything, but they've paid for it and it's coming. Um, so they, there is speculation that the two will be linked in some way. The theme park, the launch or announcement of the theme park will be linked to the TV show. So that could be quite exciting. Do you think these TV show spin-offs <laughs> of big films work? Because I was watching Limitless the other day and I, 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 li I liked it, but it was cancelled after the first season. Um, I mean, to me, to watch a whole 
Lord of the Rings or Hobbit to know what the ending is anyway because I've seen it in the film. Yeah. They're just going to meander, aren't they? They're just going to take ages to get there. I think I'll just get fed up. Just Unless they can spin it, spin it in a particular way where, you Whoa. know, the... The ring doesn't go into Mount Doom. Well, you've got an interesting dilemma. Do you focus on that? Because that's only one small part of Tolkien's uh, Middle Earth, isn't it? The yeah. history of it. So, do they? But obviously, that will bring in audiences. Yeah. Or do you be a bit more risky and go for a completely different period of time in Middle Earth and different characters? I mean, the Merovingian uh, has quite a lot of the backstory of of Middle Earth yeah. um, so that could be really taken advantage of um, we'll have to and it, it, well, I think it was to a certain extent in um, the Hobbit trilogy yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll have to send trilogy, in our ideas didn't really need to be a trilogy we'll apply for jobs as writers in the media. we'll get in the writers room so. for the new TV show yeah definitely definitely I think as long as there's an orc in it that says looks like meat's back on the menu boys it's <laughs> my favourite line from the whole Lord of the Rings film I thought you were quoting Shadow of Mordor <laughs> no, or Shadow of War that's which good. has a lot that's of good. it's like an man orc scum. line generator man scum is the best man that. scum when they, when they catch sight of your character yeah, I get I, tempted I, to use that at work, but I don't. Did use you? That well. Did you? The, 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 the people who work under you say, "Yeah, oh, hey, man, scum, <laughs> give me some tea." Yeah, I tried it. Or coffee. I was immediately summoned to a meeting with HR, <laughs> <laughs> told to oh, cease dear. and desist. Oh, um, me. It's, it's not worth it, Tom. It's really not. <laughs> however much you think you're being funny, um, but no, you're being serious. Well, man. I was. Yeah. yeah, I ain't joking. I'm not joking. Yeah. Um, this story about the theme park though is interesting so Lord of the Rings and Middle Earth will be a section of a new park by Universal okay. which it's almost also rumoured will include the already announced Super Nintendo world area right okay um, right <laughs> they're also trying to work Pokemon into that somehow as well <laughs> right uh. <laughs> and um, there's also speculation about Harry Potter and Jurassic World, Jurassic Park slash World being involved in this new fourth park, Universal's fourth park that is on the way in Florida. Why? why how would Universal no... get the, they have to get the rights of Warner Brothers, haven't they? Yeah, and there's no synergy no. if you go to a park which is like Jurassic Park and then Harry Potter and then Lord of the Rings and then Mario Brothers. What, what's going on here? It's crazy. For Jurassic Park, I think I'd just want to find an island, maybe off the coast of Costa Rica, and, and just, you know, I think make some just dinosaurs. Be, I think Jurassic Park theme park uh, should just be a government official explaining why he keeps giving them public liability insurance <laughs> to open parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just you should have, just be like a committee of people, you know. Yeah. So we are we're insurers. <laughs> now the first person that we sent um, back in 1994, he got or 96, I can't remember, got eaten by a dinosaur. Yeah. Uh, so and then we thought, oh, we'll give you. <laughs> 
we'll give you another try. Uh, had some problem getting the dinosaurs over to the new location. And I'm trying to remember all of this. You're trying to rapidly remember. Yeah, the yeah, films. yeah. And then and Jurassic Park three, they, you know, oh, sorry. Uh, well, the, Jurassic World is the worst because that, in fairness, in Jurassic Park the first film, they haven't opened the park yet. Yeah. Jurassic World is open. It's been open for a year. After everything yeah. that happens, it's like they let's don't. And then they got it. Chris Pratt in charge. Chris, what, Chris, what were they doing? Trying to. T- um, tame and train velociraptors because that's gonna go well isn't it well it did didn't it, it actually it did. all credits to chris pratt the uh the taming of uh that, he, that worked the taming of the velociraptor yeah domesticated velociraptors he domesticated getting, some velociraptors. Your, getting your cup of tea and things like that yeah <laughs> yeah that's what that's what happens in the sequel do you not know yeah he, it's just him at home with velociraptors <laughs> Blue, 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 listen to my fingers, listen to it. Okay, uh, cup of tea, please, two shit thanks. Yeah, that's the yeah. whole two hours of that. And at the end, they go rogue and eat Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. a volcano, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Jurassic, that comes out this year, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it looks good, it looks good, actually. In all seriousness, it looks quite yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. A volcano they all forgot about on the island. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to put dinosaurs and a volcano on what could go wrong <laughs> it's not like these creatures have gone extinct once before. yeah yeah uh, and then they try you know all the ethical yeah but should we just let them die they would have been dead before <laughs> or and then you know you're in a kind of and chris like, and yeah but then chris pratt and what's her name bryce dallas howard are like well we're on multi-million dollar contracts for this film. It'd be pretty rubbish if we don't go and do something with the dinosaurs. <laughs> That's exactly the conversation <laughs> they have, I think. That's what I saw in the trailer, anyway. Yeah, they're having a conversation. It's just like, we've got to do this, haven't we? Yes, because we're not going to get paid um, unless, you know... That would be a great film. Because it starts with her going to see him in a bar and yeah. saying about what's happening, we have to go. And imagine if they just agreed not to and had a drink and that's nah. the end. <laughs> it's a really expensive film. It's so like it's, the it's like, but that that's what you love about films, isn't it? That let's do the opposite of well, not just films, every kind of theatre drama. Let's do the opposite of what is the good idea and sense. What the whole basis? Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's very true. The, the classic example is the Bond one. Which one? The Bo- James Bond example, which is. The baddie thinks of a really, instead of just shooting in the head, just think of a really elaborate way to kill you that takes hours. Yeah. Um, Whilst we're setting that up, I'm going to tell you all my plans. Yeah. In intricate detail. Then I'm going to leave the room. (laughs) In fact, leave the entire building and not come back and check if you're dead. My worst guard. (laughs) On standby. Like, it, it was just a mistake getting Daniel Craig to to guard Ray in uh, the, in the Force Awakens. In the Force yeah. Awakens, isn't it? Because he it's just programmed into him. And he, no, he should have known better. Yeah. He should have known. known better. You know, he, he should have known do you know what? Ray's the main character. Of course she's gonna overpower me in some yeah. sort of weird force sense that she learn out of nowhere. And I think it just proves that, you know, you can put the most deadly and lethal assassin in a stormtrooper outfit and they become a complete idiot (laughs) instantly (laughs) (laughs) 
You will drop them. I will drop the gun. <laughs> I will get some orange sherbet. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I think we could really look into the ins and outs of that film. I, I mean, I love the new Star Wars. I think they're both very good. Um, but there, there are some potholes. Well, we're going to talk about them in more detail, aren't we? But, That'll be a whole different podcast, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but there's an important part. Did you see this important poll that was going around on Facebook about Star Wars The Last Jedi? Well, actually not about The Last Jedi. It was a, a poll that covers all the Star Wars era. Right. And it's fair to say that there's been some negative reaction to Rose's character in the last year. Yeah, she was alright though. I thought she was alright. Yeah. Turns out the internet disagree with us and they hate her. There's a poll, it was on Facebook, and um, yeah, it turns out the internet are quite vicious when they don't decide they don't like someone. Because the poll was, who would you rather sleep with, Rose or Jabba the Hutt? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, and that's it, terrible. And it gets worse, Jabba the Hutt was winning by about 60% to 40%, I would say, when I had a look. The problem is, nerds are <laughs> the deeply repressed Brutal. people. And um, I think I, I, really, I really struggle uh, with some of the rage I see on... Uh, with some of the the rage I see on social media and stuff like that, uh, some stuff which you, you know, if you were to say out loud, you'd get arrested for, let alone oh, yeah. anything else. Um, and it's it's really quite. It's just brutal, isn't it? Yeah. But it was a, it was meant as a joke. It was meant as a joke. Poor Rose. But poor Rose. She was. I thought she was great. I thought. I thought she was really good. But then, but then, um, you can find some absolutely brilliant, funny quotes amongst social media comments, as well as hateful ones. So I think the first one I read was, uh, well, you know, physically he's obviously not what you would pick, but he's quite rich. <laughs> <laughs> So, at least you can have all his money after Leia takes him out, you know, if you're married to him. I, yeah, I, good point. It reminds me when we 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 decided that we had a go at trolling, didn't we, Tom? Yeah. And, oh, God, yeah, um, This is a few years ago now. This is six or seven years ago. And Tom and I are actually fairly nice people. <laughs> but we, we, we don't take too kindly to stupidity. Um, and in particular... Um, when someone was criticising, uh, it was I can't remember what it's called. Outcasts was yeah, it called? Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was, I mean, it had many of flaws. It wasn't amazing. Um, it was a BBC drama, wasn't it? About yeah. uh, I can't remember what had happened to Earth, but basically we were recolonising. Yeah. In another galaxy. Yeah. And it was about the first group of people that had arrived on the new planet. Yeah, and it had it had many flaws, many plot holes, but I thought it was all right. I it, thought it was good, and it's appeared on Netflix, and I need to I need to watch it. And it got axed, but in its defence, the BBC moved it around. Yeah, repeatedly, it was never on the same time or evening, so I don't think that helped. Anyway, yes, going back to what you were originally saying. Yeah, and um, obviously Tom and I were interested in purchasing the DVD, and we take our research into such things quite. You know, <laughs> Quite, uh, you know, we, we 
but we think it's important to have a look at these things. And we, in particular, we looked on the Amazon comments that, you know, Amazon comment system can be rather... Well, it allows you to, to basically submit user reviews. Yeah. And that's what I was reading. And, and uh, someone said, well... It's not very realistic, is it? It's not like Doctor Who. That is what I took issue with. And uh, so, this is this is this is what uh, annoys me about nerds. <laughs> they have uh, they have certain levels of realism. Uh, you know, they they would take, for example, a man uh, a man going around the universe in a blue box <laughs> eating fish fingers and custard uh, more seriously than the future colonisation of a different planet which, which if, incidentally Elon Musk is working on yeah which is inevitable which is the inevitable will not sustain us forever no <laughs> um, so you know to those nerds out there I'm afraid to say Doctor Who is not real. <laughs> it's not a real story. And sometimes it's, you know, it can be quite bad. Yeah. But I, but, I, but when I read that, I made what I thought was a quite polite and diplomatic response, which was yeah. just around uh, interesting review. However, I find it a little bit difficult that you're criticising at length the programme for not being realistic. And then in the next paragraph, talking about how brilliant Doctor Who is. So that's all I put. Fair point. It and then it all just big yeah. and personal and horrible. And it's safe to say I've never really commented on anything ever again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, I weighed in. And then and we were thinking, oh, we've poked the, the hornet's <laughs> nest. This is getting quite vicious yeah. now. We walked away from that one, didn't we? Scarred. It's probably still going on. Actually, I did have a look for it a while ago and couldn't find it. If you removed that, so I think Amazon may have stumbled across it and thought, Oops, what are they doing? <laughs> like, oh, hang on, hang on. Um, yes, never, and we learnt from that never insult Doctor Who or um, use any sort of logic. It's like a whole no. Star Trek versus Star Wars who would win <laughs> out of the Starship Enterprise and the Death Star. Well, it's the Death Star. Obviously. Well, you also, you also now have. Uh, categories of Star Wars fans that are all fighting each other. Really? So you've, oh man! You've got the like the real fanboys, and then you've got almost what they they're describing as like the new age Star Wars fans that are just, uh, you know, they're they're open to new things and they don't really care so much what happened in the originals. And then you've just got the laissez-faire Star Wars fans who are like, hey, as long as there's more Star Wars coming, I don't mind. But And I sort of sit on the fence here because I really enjoyed the new films, but then uh, there were bits that I didn't like. Yeah. From probably what you would call a fanboy perspective. So I can see it from both sides. But it does sort of annoy me that there's total disregard for the fact that everyone has the right to their opinion. No one is allowed on the right. Media. No one is allowed a right to their opinion no. on social media unless it's what you. What I say goes, and it's like, well, no, okay, you don't like it. That's fine. I did. Let's agree to disagree.